Do you know what this author does? Uh, he does a masterpiece. He ignores every single one of those rules. As he should. <laughs> no, what a he spaces. I am stepping outside of the box. I no, am going to be no. He not spends entire. I think I'm going to stay out of this. I know. Hail and well met. Welcome back to another episode of Self Evident. And today we are just going to have fun and tell you guys about our pet peeves. Oh you know what? It's soapbox time, ladies and gentlemen. On the soapbox for five minutes. Yes. Five minutes. Oh, that chair is moving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has this. I hate, like, hate. We're just jumping right in. <laughs> We're just, right, no no stopping. <laughs> I hate social media narcissism. When you go on people's pages and literally almost every single picture is just them. That's abysmal. It is. It's like, I don't like that either, but now I feel like, guilty. It's like, what is the just, celebrity like, all of the videos this? I do for, I, I haven't that's, posted no, anything that's, in my no, that's different. different. Kind of, that's different. You're, you're not, you're, you're not work sitting oriented. there being like, <laughs> yeah, you're not just Hello, posting. Do I look good? I know, but exactly. it is kind of like, hey guys, listen to me. Yeah, I think I, I think I need to like, it's educational. A, what you're doing is educational. Girls anyway. posting clothesless photos. Is yeah, not exactly. I need to like clarify. We don't myself. need a lesson in anatomy, please. Like back off. Yeah, it's not like posting nice photos of yourself, like at different events or something like that. It's not that. Like that's fine if you want to post your grad. Be just like or post yeah, or hey y'all, we just whatever. met Kevin Zorbo. Mm-hmm. Right. Something like that. <laughs> I'm talking about the seductive Instagrams where yeah. everything is about you. Look at my body. Oh, whatever that is really it, it's just very annoying because like it annoys me as a woman mm-hmm. let alone men that are on social media that have to look at that exactly and have to see you and it's just so disrespectful to your body i think it's disrespectful to other women in general yes well, especially i think like, <laughs> yeah especially if like like if i were a guy who was a good guy I would not want to go on Instagram, look at my friends' accounts, and just see a whole bunch of Bikini like, photos. oh my goodness, just a girl in Europe with who no are clothes. almost in their birthday yeah. suits. Yeah, it's there. There's not only is it you know a pet peeve, but there's actually just multiple facets of where it's just wrong because and they're crossing you, the line. You're you're hurting your your brothers in Christ who follow you because when they see you all they're gonna think about is wow she has a nice body and honestly some of them will not all of them no i well for like i'm i'm trying to kind of making a stereotype if that makes any sense yeah. like a generalization yes. yeah uh, another thing is it also can hurt your friends who have um body issues yeah. exactly. yes that's true like posting Instagram's what the, really what the perfect body is or right. something like that right it, yeah it, spirals girls there's a lot Mm -hmm. of girls out there that are just like they see photos of that and they're like maybe like there's two different ways that can go like maybe like oh if i try hard enough i can attain that and then thus they just starve themselves or it's just i will never attain that and just spiral into just eating because they can't they can't come to terms with their own bodies and it goes to the whole thing where it's like i mean social media is so fake I mean, like you social look, media is really bad. Yeah, and even if like they Say don't edit the I photos, it, like, like there are still ways that you can present yourself where it will make certain parts of your body stand out more. Oh yeah, like no, there's different. There's definitely different poses. Be in oh, poses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like, it, it's you just, stick out. You stick out your back and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then it's just like <laughs> suck in the stomach. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think everyone 
every woman in puberty, back in puberty, when we were, our bodies were developing, our bodies were changing. I think we all struggled in some sense oh, with big body time. issues mm-hmm. and looking in the mirror and, oh my goodness, what is going on, et cetera, et cetera. I know I really struggle with that. And I really struggle with seeing girls on social media that had these perfect bodies when they were, you know, my age, 15, 16. It's like, oh my goodness, am I doing something wrong? Let me just cut out this from my diet. Let me cut out that. Let me cut out that. Let me work out way too much or not in a healthy way. I actually remember looking up like, what's the average weight of a girl my age? And then trying to like maintain that or go under it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think Instagram is really bad and kind Mm -hmm. of promoting a a bad because not only is it not every girl like an average weight shirt i'm sure there isn't like a healthy good yeah there's a there's a range though yeah and it does promote an unhealthy view of yourself because then you feel like you have to maintain this perfect aesthetic board and you have to maintain all of this fakeness for your friends that is so the social media narcissism yeah i feel like some of it though too comes from those seeing other like people's photos being like well i want to be like that or this is oh so this is normal i'm supposed to post things like that that is what social media is for. or this is how you get followers and then this is how you get brand deals etc etc it just turns into well when you get older turns into a money-making scheme a bit people are wanting to follow you because of that yes only fans that's a big thing with having you're gonna have to explain that a little bit so only fans is a way for you to have like a private page where people pay to it's basically, like a subscription. it's a subscription where people pay to see your body. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah, it's, like, it's very. So you know, uh, Black China. Yeah, she oh, had God. one. She's so cool. She's so cool. Whoa. She, so she used to be like, um, she used to have an OnlyFans. She would, she's really into it, and then she became a Christian, got baptized, has like removed like all of her like satanic tattoos. Yeah, has, I did like, hear about that. One. Dissolved her face filters. Her lower area filters like all like she's done she's trying to like backtrack on what she's like done to make mm-hmm. herself yeah like more like popular on only only fans and it, it's, it's actually really cool but only fans is like very pornographic it's very pornographic yeah. and okay. it's very viewed as a quick money maker wow. but when in reality like you can get on there and like not show a lot. Like there was this one story I was I heard about this one girl who she started on it because she was like, oh, I can just do this, and so she started on it and she was basically just posting the same stuff that she would post on her social media account. And she for like at first she would get a lot of subscribers and a lot of money, but then like people would be like, oh, I wanted to see more, and they would unsubscribe. And so then she would be like, oh, now I have to like do more and more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's a very unhealthy thing because it's like you can see, oh, I lost a subscriber. Oh, I have to do more. And like just just stuff like that. Well, social media, I think, I feel like that's a step up in terms of immorality. But I feel like social media does that too in a way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. You look at um, like Addison Rae and like Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Just all the sexual dances and stuff like that that yeah, they even, put out there. Even TikTok in general. Or I think, yeah, you. I think you just said that. Yeah. Though. Or like even. TikTok yeah, so for sure. Yeah, even like if they don't like even if the dances aren't super mm-hmm. sexualized, they wear they'll wear outfits that are very. Yeah, shy. and it yeah. kind of makes it sexual yeah, exactly. because of the outfits they're wearing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my pet peeve. <laughs> I I don't know if it'd be a pet peeve more of a than more of a um, 
a frustration. Yeah, like something that really, really, really irks well, yeah. you. Especially when you see Christian, like proclaiming Christians doing it. It's like, what are you doing? Just You stop. know better than this. You know better. Please stop. I don't really want to see that. And I'm a woman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on. Because it doesn't honor the Lord. No, it doesn't. Yeah, well, when you're when you're thinking about making an Instagram post or a Facebook post or a Be Real post, just think like, well, <laughs> this is going to be so cliche. Would you want Jesus to see it? <laughs> no, but, but I think that's le- very legitimate. That is actually... that. That is a very good piece of advice. Before you post anything, go in your mind. Would you be okay with Jesus seeing this? Or like, I guess more of a, I guess an easier question is, are you spiritually proud of this? Post. And if the answer is no, delete it. Right, like you, it. you and your bikini on the dock. Is that something that you think Christ is pleased with, that you're putting your body out there like that? Do you think your future husband is going to appreciate that? that you had other men who were able to look at that and to lust or after that? Or, for guys, your gym picks. Does, yeah, you, this can uh, go both I ways. Like I'm not picking on picks. just women. I would say it's a bit more prominent with women in one regard. Well, But then, yeah, guys, with yes. your gym picks and gym your shorts pro- off. Yes, and they're called, I think, like the gym bros. I don't remember. Yes, oh, yes. But yeah. gym rats as well. Gym, gym rats. rats, okay. Like, do you think your future wife would appreciate that, that you're just putting your body out there I've like seen that? Only, I wouldn't. I've seen only a couple posts like that. Like, mm-hmm. I had um, a former friend that, like, he went full gym rat, and it is absolutely disgusting to go onto his oh, page. Oh, dear. And I have a couple more guys' friends that are going that route, and I'm not happy about it. It's really, really gross. See, like, I think I you're hide. a perfect example. It makes you uncomfortable it really as a friend. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, the, the, taking a picture in a mirror of, like, you without your shirt on, it is just so uncomfortable. Like, what? who, who is profiting from this, mm-hmm. honestly? It's just you have a six stoking pack, your ego. Oh, I do. Please I do stop. think it's like, well, what is the reasoning behind you posting this? Like, are you wanting to, is it to glorify God? Or what is it for? What, what are you feeding with that? Glorifies God. Same like, thing with bikini fo- photos too. Like, mm-hmm. who, who's profiting from this? Are you? So I would suggest that listeners go and listen to our self-evident podcast we did on modesty. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. So I know it's <laughs> episode twenty-five, twenty-seven, and twenty-nine. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not trying to make a modest. Well, I guess I am trying to make a modest claim here. I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, I think there are appropriate ways for you to dress yourself that you look attractive. And we referenced this in the podcast. There's nothing wrong with looking attractive. I mean, you can go on my Instagram and what I wear, which I don't really post that often. So I I don't think there's no point of reference there. That's not a good reference. But um, there's nothing wrong with looking attractive. I just think it gets really obnoxious personally when all you're posting are seductive photos of you in order for people to yeah. look at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you can have like social media narcissism too without posting bikini mm-hmm. pics or gym pics, like shirtless gym pics, by um, just posting consistent pictures of yourself. Yeah, I think that could be even a form of it. Yeah. Where it's, yeah. Well, I know when, um, when but I was it's hard younger. to post anything other than like this is what I'm doing. With so my post terrible yeah. pictures yeah. of yourself. Okay, but no, also that's like the opposite <laughs> I'm direction. Joking. I'm joking, guys. In, in defense of social media, though, social media does help you to keep in contact with people that you don't really get to interact with very often. So, yes, in a way, social media is kind of designed to be narcissistic because people are posting like this is what's currently going on in my life. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't think that's a huge problem because, yeah, I would love to know, like, if you graduated college or if you just got engaged or things like that. That's that's cool. That's those are great life moments that you should share with, you know, your community and even people that, you know, you were just acquainted with once in your life. Mm -hmm. So I don't see a problem with that. But yes, like everything in our lives, social media can become an idol specifically in the way of trying to feed and boost your ego Mm -hmm. yeah and I think there's a healthy balance there because I guess yeah to your point there's nothing wrong with posting pictures of yourself in in the sense that this is what's happening in my life right now this is what I'm enjoying this is what um, I'm really you know this is like a fantastic night like these are the people that are that make my life incredible you know Mm -hmm. things like that most of the pictures i post showing gratitude my friends and i hanging out exactly there's no occasional yeah and it's and it's and it's also a great memory board for you too you can go back and see like oh i remember that night it was a spectacular time yeah i do like that about social media sorry for kicking you (laughs) (laughs) no anyway so that's my pet peeve. I don't know. That's what a else. very good pet peeve. I feel like mine's going to be lame a... in comparison. <laughs> okay. I got you guys. So well, I wasn't sure which one to do. Like, is this too serious as a pet peeve of mine? I don't and know. I don't know if it's on. because I'm engaged. I don't know what it is. But all of a sudden, it just really bothers me. It's I just don't like it. It's always me and I'm not even engaged. I so agree with you. I don't I like guess it. I don't like photos for me. <laughs> I guess I, I didn't like it, but I would just like scroll past it, whatever. But now I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm older. I don't really know. Maybe it's because you understand even if like they don't know what they're doing, you kind of like there are innuendos that, yeah. that go along with those types of photos. Right. So you know what that's about now. And even if, you know, even if the per- person that's posting those photos doesn't understand, they're still doing it. And that's still sending that sort of message. Yeah. yeah. And I know what some people are going to say. They're like, well, don't you trust your significant other enough to, you know, yeah, scroll past? I'm like, well, yes. But also, why are you acting that way? Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's a I think why it bothers me is it's disrespectful to yourself, it's disrespectful to other women, and it's disrespectful to men. It's just disrespectful to everyone in general. Yeah. You know what's also very disrespectful? When people chew really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> I do not that understand this one, brand- actually. Okay. Pet peeve. I'll be sitting at home at the kitchen table Ugh. eating an apple or yogurt or something, and I'll go, Kenna, can Everyone you chew quieter? I'm No, because when people are sitting there and like, Okay. Okay. Like it makes me like visible. Like it makes me like a little bit like Nauseous. just like anxious a little or like oh, just that's like the way I feel when people crack their fingers. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, and it that's just <laughs> don't so do mean. it. <laughs> really, that bothers you? Yeah, I've done that I so. Can't. So whenever I've done it, have you been silently just suffering, dying inside? Like, yes. Inside, I you. <laughs> Mm, and she's yeah. like, mm. but is like, that the one you were going to talk about? Or no, you no, were going to do I was going to talk about Livis. <laughs> <laughs> but like genuinely, like when people are sitting there and it's like, great, I'm glad you're eating. I'm glad you're eating. You don't have to announce it to the whole world. Literally, literally. <laughs> Here's and it's like, the thing though. I'm glad your food. There are many people that No, there are many people that I love so much, but when they eat, I can't stand Brent's them. friends are all going to text her after this episode. Is it me? Yes, it's you. <laughs> you know who it is. No. Um, but it's like, it's it's just, it's one of those things where, it's actually a thing. What's it called? 
<laughs> oh, I'm gonna like look a this phobia? up. Yeah, it's actually a thing. Well, you're not scared you're of it. Scared you're scared not, not, not like a phobia, but it's like it. something. You, you have a condition. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple medically diagnosed. Well, What's no, the I thing? understand. One is not having a brain. <laughs> oh, oh, is yours lame roast so good? <laughs> wow, Bren. <laughs> yes, I, I admit. So this is okay. what our actual friendship is like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, people who with misophonia are affected emotionally by common sounds, usually made by others, and usually ones that uh, um. This might be it. I don't know. If, yeah, no. Usually those made by others and usually ones that other people don't pay attention to. The examples above, breathing, yawning, or chewing. Breathing? Creates imagine. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys, you know, I just can't stand it when people breathe. I just wish people would stop breathing. Just stop breathing. <laughs> stop needing air. Creates a fight or flight response that triggers anger and a desire to I feel that when people do you actually do you actually feel that you desire to escape? No, I I no. (laughs) She feels a desire to to exterminate. (laughs) Amen. This must be taken. But like, I don't think I I probably don't actually have that. But it is something that like it makes me. It's always just made me like really just like angry. Stop! 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 (laughs) stop. No! 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 I have the same thing with my younger sister. She. I don't know how she does it, but she pops her jaw like oh, a no, 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 oh, no, no, no. It is oh, the most annoying it's... thing. And she does it without thinking. And I'm sitting next to her and it takes everything in me not to just have a knee-jerk like reaction. I'm just like slapping her arm, just being like, please, you do not understand what it does to me. And so sometimes she would, you know, do it, do it intentionally. <laughs> no, oh my goodness. It's another puppy when you're do. like... No, another pet peeve is when you're like, hey, okay, I love you. The chewing is, like, really making me a little just, like, anxious. And they just go. Make it, like, do it louder. Worse. That's gross. My Chipotle's here. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a pet peeve. (laughs) Chipotle is for the win. Bryn's favorite thing in the world is Chipotle. When we were in a show with Overshadowed, we, um literally ate chipotle every weekend oh my, oh my goodness. goodness that's awesome i lived on chipotle and those made good granola bowls <laughs> i love that and actually sour patch kids that's just what i was made up with so kind of what's your actual pet peeve like an actual pet peeve an actual actual pet peeve i don't know if you would call this a pet peeve it's just your soapbox moment right I've been reading Les Mis, and it's a fantastic story. When he's actually telling the story, it's really fantastic. But he likes to digress off into rabbit trails that have absolutely nothing to do with the plot, or while he's describing literally the backstory of a character from, like, the moment of their birth up to their death. And and it'll be, like, five, ten chapters just of something that has nothing to do with the book. Do you okay, have a Okay, wait, one second. Like, he spent 11 chapters on the Battle of Waterloo, and I might be exaggerating slightly, but he spent so many chapters on the Battle of Waterloo, and it wasn't even, like, an interesting description. Well, it was, you know your history on the Battle of Waterloo, Waterloo now, don't you? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, wait, I'm at the end. Oops, let's back up a little bit because I forgot something, and he'll go back to the middle and literally tell the entire thing from, like, a slightly different angle where he's describing the wall that they all had to come to i'm like he spends full pages on a single description you know what so did token token did a good job writing his description describing your dreams (laughs) you spend like five hours (laughs) that's besides the point lame is look it's a great story and i'm really i am enjoying the story good but you better be digressions 
off into absolutely randomness and that have nothing to do with the plot or where he'll spend an entire page describing the color of somebody's eyes. Yes, it's that's beautiful. Needed. That it is, is called artistry. He'll that say is the mastering same thing your art. Ways. You know what? That's amazing. It is amazing because you never know when you're going to need synonyms for describing the color hazel. And so you just okay, go to look, you go to Victor Hugo's book you're and you're like, a story, how do you describe someone's eyes? It and it takes there. you out For of the, the story. Taking, it does take it you does out of not. the story. It's describing. It's like helping the imagine the imagination like or the creation that you have of this character in your brain. This it is, is such helping a pointless you. fight. Ren, be quiet. I don't think you need to know exactly <laughs> how there's like I think a boom speck in like the side I mean, like, corner Alyssa of someone's eye. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. That is vital to like the character development. In your to brain. It. I can't think of another author who spends five Token. pages describing a character. Token. Tolkien doesn't do that. Token. Okay, yes, what does Frodo does. look like? Frodo is a small hobbit who's a what little. Colors his he's hair? Stout. He has brown hair. Okay, brown what eyes, his eyes. And he's very. He's very stout and rosy. And uh, according Tolkien to the words of Gandalf, he's a like, decent little chap. He. But here's the thing. Tolkien doesn't spend five pages on it. Yeah, but he it's spends five, like a five pages like talking about trees or about like a okay. setting or about Gondor or things but like that. But he does like the way Tolkien does it is it's a lot smoother. Mm. He'll he describes mm, it really mm, like mm, nicely, mm, and he doesn't mm. spend five pages. It may yes, be, he does. It may be like yes. a paragraph. Girl, go back and read it. Yes, I have he does. Re- I just reread it. Yes. So you're missing clearly several pages. Have some stuck together? No. <laughs> okay. Tolkien's I also want to go back writer. to your point about like having a character just come in and die, and like he doesn't like bring any to the story no 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 well, not come in and die he comes in and describes the character for like three pages or three chapters and then all he is is he's the background character and he spent five pages on him okay and token spent how many chapters writing about tom bombadil tom Bombadil's and important. i'm completely in favor of tom bombadil i love him i do but he is Tom in three chapters. He does nothing. Like okay. that was no. Look, literally, Tolkien had no idea. All he had no idea that Tom Bombadil existed in Middle Earth until he finally came to the Old Forest and he's like, "Well, I just got these hobbits stuck in a tree. What do I do to get them out? I'm just going to invent this character who has a brown beard, a blue hat, and yellow boots." Okay, but Tom Bombadil was important to the story. Mario's grandfather. Hat and blue boots. It was a yellow I don't hat know. and blue boots. Yeah, I got that. Wait, no, his, it's blue hat and no, yellow boots. He his hat is. Yeah. Okay, look. He's and Goldberry also doesn't, like, okay, I'm also reading The Hounds of Tom Bombadil by Sierra Wiley. Phenomenal story. Goldberry is incredible, but they have no relevance to Middle Earth or to the Lord of the Rings story in general. Okay, but like, I they've existed forever, yes, and they have pre- prevalence it's in like Middle the Earth. Like, in the entirety. I also love how, like, the other two hosts have just <laughs> gone on their phones. They've just tuned us out. You guys are Probably so... the rest of the podcast listeners do at this point. <laughs> this is such a pointless So, anyway, fight. that's Ren, my bone to pick with Lamez. This is how we lose followers. Okay, anyway. my turn. You know, since Kenna had his oh, soapbox no. moment about Please one of don't. my absolute favorite books that I had chills and I was sobbing by the end of the story. And by the time I finished watching the musical, I was a emotional, physical and spiritual wreck. I was in I could not pick up another book for months after that's reading depressing. Les Mis. See, it, that's another no, strike against it Les Mis. It reached the peak like uh, that Les Mis is the peak of all books. Like I seriously, that like when I read disagree. that, I'm like, I'm never going to read anything better than Lame is in my entire life. No, except Bible. Oh, she got you there. That's besides the point. But okay, so can I recommend these this series of books to me called um, 
the, the out timeless, of time the out of time, <laughs> the out of out of time trilogy by Nadine Brandis. And I read. I've, Speaking of that, like, I think we're out of time, guys. <laughs> so I am halfway through the second book. So I finished A Time to Die, and I'm on A Time to Speak. And this girl is the main character. Okay, first I off, like I should Parvin. I should prerequisite or I should you know preclude this by saying that I absolutely hate the young adult genre, even if it's written by christian authors well maybe especially if it's written by christian authors because the divergent series was abysmal uh no but this girl parvin like as soon as she meets a guy outside of her twin brother she's like is this love and then after this guy accidentally helps her get thrown out of like the other side of the wall and then she meets up with his brother and she's like no wait this is love and then spoiler alert the guy dies and she comes back in like the middle of the second story and she's like she meets up back with the other guy and she's like oh is this love and i'm like girl you're I don't the person think you that got the full story you know kind of like you right know, now right now i am so mad like at her solomon hawk and she's just she didn't like think i she have, was gonna get to see him no again purpose to my life so i'm just gonna walk outside of a wall yes and I'm just she didn't she felt like she had no purpose she, she lost a hand doing this this is she is god is had like, to sanctify her so that she to lose live. a hand Sometimes sanctification takes its form in serious ways. Okay, the plot is mildly interesting. I will grant you that. See, I just it's don't. A I don't. Plot. I don't think she went about like the right way doing it. Of just like this girl being like, I have nothing to live for, and I'm going to die in the next six I months. That was kind so of I'm, the point. <laughs> having a pointless plot? No, the plot is not pointless. I think the point was that. She doesn't know what she's doing, and she feels like her life is a mess, so she wants to try to fix it, but she's not doing it right. So she's just going to go to the extreme? Yes, because she doesn't know better. She's doing things wrong. And her and parents God don't help And God has to change her? her opinion, and she does not have great parents. No, she definitely does not. No, That was this, established within, like, the first chapter. No, the, this, this, uh, there are certain, like, plots plot holes and, like, certain, like, devices that I really, really don't like, and, like... I, I'm sorry. Maybe this is just my hatred of the young adult genre coming out. <laughs> maybe I'm just misjudging this because I have such an aversion to it. No, that's my soapbox rant. That was that's like so way sad. over. I, I love the out of time. Trilogy. You know what? I'm going to finish it. I am going to finish I'm it. I'm proud of you for that, and I am going to finish Lamus. You better because that. Oh, wow, I that, was proud of you. That book, that book to me, it is like my part of my identity now. So like. If you need Man, to, your if identity should be in if, Christ. I, it is fully in Christ, but you know what? Lame is is also in Christ, so it's like part of my identity <laughs> in know, Christ. I feel like your theology is really off. You know there. what? That book, that book's theology really helped me too. So I feel like that book's theology is kind of off. Well, you haven't gotten to the end of it yet. Yeah, but I've read a good amount. <laughs> <laughs> what am I on? Page like seven hundred and thirteen. Yes, well, I mean, you're doing a good job, and I'm so proud of you. And I'm proud of you for reading the Out of Time trilogy. Well, we hope you enjoyed a very raw, chaotic commentary on what each of us find annoying with life. (laughs) But until we meet again, let us firmly rely on the protection of divine providence. And as Mark Twain once said, sanity and happiness are an impossible combination. So just know, we are not insane, we're just happy. Well, (laughs) or the other one. (laughs) Maybe we're not happy, we're just insane. (laughs) This is self-evident.